Let's just love Jesus. Three of you? Okay, good. Merry Christmas, everybody. I'm so happy you guys are here. It's good. <laughs> oh, he's so good. Well, Luke chapter 2, verses 16 through 21. I'm not going to take a lot of your time this morning, but I do want to share a little bit here. So let's read that together. Um, if you have your phone or your, on your, uh, your Bible's on your phone, it's going to be hard to read your Bible here. So Luke chapter 2, verses 16 through 21 says, So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning that had been told them about this child. Let me just pause right there and say this again to you, as I said last week. When you have an encounter with Jesus, the initial reaction is to tell somebody. Amen? Amen? When you have a true encounter with the Lord, it doesn't take a lot for us to go and share what God has done in our lives. And I want to tell you here this morning, as we remember the birth of Jesus Christ, that I believe that in the coming months that we're going to see an evangelism breakout in our nation where there's going to be multiple people sharing in the most unusual places. And that includes you. You might think to yourself, well, I'm not that. Well, I want you to know that when you have an encounter with God, the thing you're going to do is tell people about it. Amen. Verse 17, when they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things. And ponder them in her heart. The shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. And on the eighth day, when it was time to circumcise the child, he was named Jesus, the name the angel had given before he was conceived. I want to encourage you this morning that when you have a relationship with Jesus, and he is your savior, again, the natural next step is to think upon him like Mary did on that day. He pondered, she pondered upon this little child who is Emmanuel, God with us. Another name for Jesus is salvation. Another name for Jesus the Christ is the anointed one. The word, the name, the Christ. Christ is, means anointed. And Mary pondered all of these things in her heart, knowing that the promises of God that had been spoken to her, the things that were in her heart, that one day would come to fruition. And again, I want to encourage you that when you have a relationship with Jesus, something changes in your life. Something transforms inside of you. What happens is, is that we like to say, you get saved, Right? But what does that word really mean? Well, the word saved really means you really get saved from yourself. You get saved from trying to be God in your own world. And finally, you come to a place where you surrender and you submit your life and you commit your life to the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the one who was birthed on this day on this Christmas Eve, so that way we could have salvation. You surrender to him, and he does something in your life. He transforms and changes everything. And if you are saved here this morning, if that's true, say amen. amen. If you believe that in your heart, that he does something in your life, I want you to celebrate that right now with me. And I want you to thank God 
for salvation. I want you to thank him for salvation because he's good. See, what Jesus will do is he'll transform your perception on life. You'll begin to think upon things differently. You'll begin to ponder things differently. You'll begin to think upon things through his eyes. See, what he does is he gives you a new prescription, if you will, for your lenses on your life. You go into the doctor and he says, no, we're going to change the way you're seeing things and we're going to give you 20-20 vision so you can see things the way that I see them through you. Amen. You'll begin to see victory and not defeat. Come on, somebody. You'll begin to see life and not death. You'll begin to see pathways. This is huge. You'll begin to see pathways and not dead ends. See, some of us this morning may be at a dead end. Maybe addiction has taken you to a place where there's no longer a pathway. I want you to know that with Jesus, there's not just a chance, there's not just a second chance, there's not just a third chance, but there is multiple chances for you to come back to him. He doesn't ever reject you. It's the reason why he was born. It's the reason why we celebrate him today. It's the reason why we're here. It's the reason why we sing our songs and Christmas songs and we gather around with our family and friends to remember what he did, to ponder what he has done for us. And he's brought salvation for our homes and for us in our lives. You'll begin to see hope rather than despair. And let's just face it, in today's world, in today's culture, in today's temperature, right now in our nation, people might seem hopeless, but I want you to know that Jesus didn't die for a hopeless world. He came to bring hope to the world. And that's you. He came to give you joy and have it to the fullest. You can find that in John. He loves you so much. And only Jesus, listen, only Jesus can transform you into a new person. You can try all the help books. You can try all those things, and I'm not negating those aren't good because there are some very helpful resources out there. You can try the medicines, although I'm not saying those are bad. Please take your medicines. But nothing can ever conquer those things in your life but Jesus. He's the only one who can transform you. He's the only one that can take something bad and turn it into good. He's the only one who can do that. You can't do it in your own strength. You can't do it in your own will. You can't work for it. It's a free gift to you, and it's called salvation. It's the only way. Guys, listen, it's the only way. And so you may be sitting here today, maybe visiting family, or maybe you're just coming to check out our church or whatever the case is. I want you to know that he is here with us today. Why? Because the Bible promises us. When two or three are gathered together in his name, there he is in the midst of them. So he is here right now. And what's he doing right now? He's reaching out to you. 
He's saying, yes, remember me on my birth, but don't forget that I also died and I was buried and I was rose again on the third day for victory over for your life. I am with you. I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I'm with you always to the ends of the earth. That's what Jesus is saying this morning to you. Let's take a moment. Let's just ponder right now. Let's just think upon how we were where Jesus has brought us right now. Can we take about 15 seconds and just thank him? Let me tell you what thankfulness does. Thankfulness, being thankful in your heart, creates an atmosphere for miracles to work in your life. God doesn't seek out those who are negative. He seeks out those who are thankful. (laughs) The Bible says a time will come when his true worshipers will worship him in spirit and in truth. And that is who Jesus is looking after. Those are the ones he's seeking for right now. And the Bible also says that he came to seek and save the lost. It's the two kinds of people that Jesus is looking after right now. So if we can just take a moment right now and just thank him. And let's see God work in our lives. God, we thank you. Come on, we thank you.